Hey everybody, I need you to know this is not an investment advice podcast, okay? The host's goal is simply to unravel some of the mystery of what the stock market is and how it works, but not how to invest in it, all right? Now that being said, enjoy the show. Well, as my mother used to say, invest like no one's watching. To the paper jam. Yeah, let's do the paper jam. To the paper jam. Nothing's real, the money's fake. To the paper jam. I said do the paper jam. To the paper jam, oh baby, to the paper jam. Howdy, folks, and welcome to the Paper Jam Podcast, where every single week we randomly move our fake money from one stock over to the next one. My name is Mike Morrissey. I'm joined by my fantastically fabulous co-host, Kenny Gray. How's it going? My name is <laughs> Kenny Gray, and I will be playing, uh, for some reason, fantastically I'll be playing fabulous. all the roles. When you said fantastically fabulous, I saw myself zoom backwards <laughs> and become Elton John. <sighs> Like, I am fabulous. Like it was, I guess, Taryn, uh, who played Kill him. him. Kill him? No. <laughs> the guy who played it. And, and, oh, by the way, sorry if you if you're hearing <laughs> our fucking nemeses across in the goddamn Mess and Finesse studio. Sound mixers. Those fucking sound mixers. We just gotta name name their company by name and have the <laughs> listeners fucking put them out of business. I had this relationship. Don't see their movies. Don't see Life is Pie. <laughs> you ever wondered like, oh wow, I can really hear. We're <laughs> 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 just going to take a shot. I guess I'll just take a, take shot. a shot. Take a you shot. You know when you're watching Hallmark Channel, you're like, wow, the audio is so clear. <laughs> <laughs> Someone in Hollywood's job is to do it and they're right next yeah, to us. Indeed. Or when you're watching the sci-fi channel <laughs> at 11 p.m. <laughs> and you're like, so, so no, there's people mixing audio next door. And I hate it because we were like, it won't be a big deal. We just can't like scream too much. And I was like, I was like, I'll be respectful. Let's scream. They can't hear it. It literally sounds like the fucking like roof is going to fall down. It's like, it reminds me of, um, when I, it's so loud. It's so impossibly loud. It's, it's not, yeah, it's impossible. It's pretty loud. Uh, it literally sounds like, (laughs) it sounds like a, like a, a movie about like a car running over, like fucking, it, uh, it reminds me of when it, it, we'll just call this I a like live it. episode, right? Yeah, we'll yeah, pretend yeah. that there's a we'll venue. Pretend that, yeah, we're at a concert or something. I, I, when I was um, in Somerville and Mess and Finesse was in a basement, there was an uh, another um, store above the space that we rented. Um, similar kind of deal. If you find cheap places, you know, there's like agreements, like you know, hey, I'm a sound mixer. Hey, I'm gonna do podcast. It's mm-hmm. like, let me know when you're gonna be doing X, Y, Z. And then, like, it's this sort of thing where, like, I was not there a lot. Like, yeah. or I'd be there. Like, when we were there, we were fucking there. Like, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. twice a week, we were there, like, all day. And it's like, I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, the person who's <laughs> there, there all the time, and they have no chill. Yeah. And, and, like, and I'm there, like, infrequently yeah and being it, like hey i'll just be here quietly writing and they're like can you shut the fuck up i'm mixing fucking well it's lethal not, weapon not it's not, not lethal quite, weapon what's a right. big loud movie we're doing the thing where they've only they've once yeah, politely asked yeah 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 they yeah, yeah, polite, once politely asked they don't know that we're here what i'm what i'm more saying is that like it's like a yeah you sometimes be here and i'll sometimes be here we'll make sure it works it's like it's like when uh 
uh, you, it's like a shared office break room. And it's like, yeah, sometimes I'll make lunch, sometimes I'll make lunch. And then all of a sudden, one guy is like, cooking every meal. In the yeah, break yeah, yeah. Room. And he's <laughs> making like wild, wild foods. And it's like, I didn't even know you could like make food. I didn't know you could turn the microwave into it's like, a like, Oh, I thought maybe you would not. Like, it's one of those things where the guy was like, yeah, everyone's gone after 5 p.m. It's like, not these people. Do you remember? Did I ever tell you the story that so so you've had it? I get worried because if we could hear them, they can hear us. I, I know. Yeah, we should be worried because they're, they're, they're nice guys. He told me it's soundproof, which means it's like 10 times louder in there. I... I just for the last time, it's not going to affect the show, right? It's so loud. This will be this will be the episode. It's never quite been like this. There's yeah, never yeah, been yeah. that much bass. This will be the episode where we find out. I guess. I guess this is it. Our guest, who we will introduce it in a moment, like it might be on the cursed episode. It does. I, tell me if you ever had this experience. It sounds like we're in the lobby of Webster Hall. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it sounds like we're in the lobby of like. It sounds like we're in a scene where it's like we're meeting up before the concert and we yeah. like went outside and we're having or we're like having an argument and. And you hear the concert inside. I, a real quick story. You used to have a mess and finesse studio in Boston where you did a very popular show that everyone in Massachusetts loved, Boston loved, called Somerville Night Live, where you just did the SNL format. You made a cast of writers and actors and did the show in seven days. And I was on the show and you, the night before the show, oh, the last li- writing I night, forgot about that. it's like yeah. a very, just like on the show, it's a very, very late night. And I was like staying with my dad's house in Nashua. So I was like, can I just like stay at your house? And then I was writing with, with some people and I was like, do you care if I just like sleep here? And you were like, no, I don't get sleep here. It's fine. So me and our, me and one of the, one of the other actors stayed up wicked fucking late writing and doing bits and stuff like that. And then we just like fell asleep on the floor and a man came in and was like, oh, you absolutely cannot be living here. And I was like, oh, I'm not living here. I'm just like doing a show and I'm staying here. He's like, that's okay. You cannot be sleeping here. And I was like, like, oh god, I'm sorry. I don't quite un- I guess like I I, I kind of get it and I kind of don't. It's sort of like it, the idea yeah, there was like yeah. everyone's working late, but I guess that they had also told me they had, had problems with like people shooting porn there or something. So <laughs> or in another space. So I guess they're I wouldn't be surprised if people who own commercial buildings have a pretty standard problem of people living. There was a there was an art space actually in Central Square in Cambridge where it was literally a um oh how to describe it. Do you know what like a goodwill looks like? That sort of like big yeah, yeah, open yeah. Sort warehouse of, kind of Yeah, but like it's, it's like this, like the room we're in, it has like this, it's like this height ceilings, and it's like it clearly it's like a it was built in nineteen eighty five and now it's two thousand five and it's it's got that the walls haven't been repainted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an art studio and the guy divided it up with like cur- curtains yeah and like it rented art space and it but it was like 30 people living <laughs> oh my in a retail store living front. slamming ass just doing all those things <laughs> but ken this isn't a where could we shoot a porno pod although i feel like we've already got a couple ideas call my friend zach and miri call my friend zach and miri they'll tell a you movie. how to make a po- it is a movie you can't take away the fact that it is a movie and i did watch it I watched it. That's too. all. Yeah, we all saw Dutch it. Dutch Rudder is that what? That's? Dutch Rudder. Look it up. You sick fuck. Is that a disgusting? Is that one of your dis, you the you guys in the biz? Zach and Miria yeah, in the biz. In the biz. You said you wanted a movie to be in the biz. Ken, this isn't a porno show. If someone's listening for the first time, what is this show? Well, about almost two years ago, we started with ten thousand dollars. Feel free to just open your water. You don't no, like. <laughs> don't need to be quiet <laughs> because there's enough noise there, happening over there. I wall is our fall, guest is the trying wall to is be falling on top of our guest. It's very politely trying to be quiet as. <laughs> You ever fucking a warehouse before? <laughs> okay, this uh, we're investing in AM. <laughs> there was one. Oh, sorry, just quick. Well, quick side note. There was one day I was here writing, 
And the note that kept going over, like, oh, it was a kid screaming, like screaming, screaming, like, I don't want to like be alive anymore. <laughs> and be then alive, be alive. And then the guy goes, I heard your music. It's great. It's like dubstep. It's beautiful. I'm gonna submit it to a movie. I love you. It was like a dad who like was absent and the son wanted to kill himself. But then the dad listened to the music and realized his son was talented. It was like I love. <laughs> I you don't hate I... you anymore. It was so weird. Anyways, about two You're years. You're gonna be famous one day. Your music is beautiful. This is what artists do. Oh, I love. <laughs> I heard it like 15 times. Um, what are they? Keep going. Two years ago, we started with $10,000 of fake money in a paper trading platform, and every single week, we randomly move it from one stock to the next. Ken, I thought that was my line. Uh, we do double <laughs> up on it. Last week, uh, our money was in toast, and this week, our money is in... AMC Entertainment Holding. AMC 2. The Way of Water. The Way of the Water. And here to talk to us about AMC is a, is a repeat guest and the first ever guest on a two-peat episode. Uh, a what? A, a, a two-peat. Oh, a, a first ever, our first ever guest in a two-peat episode. <laughs> you know, it's like a repeat. You know him. You love him. Uh, it is our very good friend, Danny Shea. I can't. I, gentlemen, it's like, have you ever heard the... Um, uh, okay. <laughs> the soothe, like, oh, your favorite song is playing, but it, you're in the bathroom at a party, kind of, like muted out there. It's that, but it's just like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, oh. help! <laughs> oh, oh, what is? Uh... Oh my god, Joe, oh, boys, boys, boys! I'm happy to be back. Very happy to be here, and uh, excited to be back for. AMC. Hopefully it's doing a lot better this time. Hopefully it's doing a lot better. You famously were on the episode for two reasons. Number one, because we were supposed to record it in a studio in Boston, and you and I were going to fly back from L.A. together, and you made the flight, and I missed it. Mm. But then also famous because I think it was our biggest crash of all time. Yes. One of them. Mm -hmm. I can only assume it was your highest rated episode of all time as well. It, the, right? the ratings are through the roof, and the money went crashing down. The last Thousand time plus. The last time we invested in AMC, we, oh my God, no. The last time we invested in AMC, we had $9,482, <laughs> and then we ended with 7805 We lost 16, we lost $1,677. When you know, I don't CFO think quit <laughs> took all of his shares. I don't think that's my fault. I'd, I'd like to blame you for missing your flight that day, and then the karma was just in the air. There was the karma was awful. Well, hopefully these boys are big AMC fans. Maybe they're working on something right now that's going to be in an AMC movie. Maybe, Who maybe knows? they're working on the new. Well, I have a few questions about. I have so many AMC questions that I want to. I want to ask, and also, Ken, first ever, as I said, first ever two peat episode. We've never done. A company twice. Something we always said that we were going to do. Mm -hmm. We were going to do an AMC 2. We talk about doing a Coca-Cola 2. It comes yeah. up all the time. Are there it's any expectations? Reserved for Stansfield. Reserved for Stefan Stansfield. Uh, <laughs> our first ever and guest. Pepsi. Pepsi's also and reserved. Pepsi. Pepsi Mongo. I have suggested Pepsi. soda. I have suggested Pepsi more than once. And you're like, that's for Stefan. Like, <laughs> what about Coca-Cola 2? No. How many episodes are for Stefan? <laughs> all of them. Uh, first dibs at any 
anything you got. First, is it everything? Mike's out there promising episodes. I am. I, I am unfortunately <laughs> promising. Ep- There's a couple stocks that we haven't done because I knew it would get me in trouble with people that I said that they could do. I it's will, a good. It's people good. are like, if that person gets, if that person gets to do it and I don't, I'm gonna be pissed. I will <laughs> like, say, oh too, god, it was like a week after AMC where you were like, let's just do AMC again next week because yeah, it's yeah. such a bad <laughs> AMC crash. two back this to back a year and a half ago. Once a month, Mike is like, I think we're gonna do AMC again. And you're what, ep- back. what episode number was AMC? AMC was. Uh, so to say, you were early days. Thirty-five. 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 Yeah. So we're almost was, on the. We're almost in ninety-seven. Yeah. Wow. Ken, wow. are there any expectations that you have for a two-peat episode? Uh, that we. Uh, I think uh, when we do a two-peat, mm-hmm. we get deeper. Did someone say Pete? <laughs> Did someone say hello? Did someone say Pete Goof? I don't know anything about Pete. <laughs> I don't pay my taxes. <laughs> I like melon. That's my thing. It's all melon, about melon goof. Um, no, the two Pete, the two Pete. Uh, here's the fun thing. Every episode we dig ourselves in a hole. Oh God, that's us. <laughs> and on the two Pete, we dig that hole a little bit deeper. Two Petes are about getting deeper. Yeah, getting T- deeper. But do we think we can double? Double, double down how much we lost last time, or do you think we'll triple and earn back more? If there's a fucking will, triple. there's a way. Tri- <laughs> triple, triple, I don't think we're going to do that. We've never made a lot of money. We've <laughs> never, that's, the, that's the one thing about the show is we don't make a lot of money. We lose a good amount of money. Oh, my, my expectations are high, though. You know, like when you texted me about this the other day and you were like, do you want to do AMC 2? I have not slept in two days. I have to <laughs> wait on my shoulders. Your expectations I, need to go way down. <laughs> I will be the one that gets you guys back over the initial investment in this moment. <laughs> I can't even In this you. moment. I have no idea how much money you guys currently have. We have been you want to write a check. Slowly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we were above the initial investment for the last time that we were above our initial investment. Hey, it actually wasn't as long ago. Was in Crocs. We dipped back up twenty five. What do you mean, not like longer? That's episode thirty one. That was episode thirty one. Yes, that was a, it was two thirds ago. <laughs> but Danny, the last time you were here, you were first guest. And anytime we have a new a first guest, we like to ask them what is their knowledge about the stock market right now. You've already answered that question, so I have a new question. Okay. In this point in your life, is there anything about personal finance that you wish that you someone had told you, or that you could tell yourself ten years ago? Mm. Anything you've learned in your life? I think in terms of finance, don't spend so much money on sushi. I've recently <laughs> I've recently fell in Fallen love with in sushi, love. and I think if someone could look at me and say, I know Kazanori is delicious, but if every time you eat Kazanori, you put that into something that was going to give you more, I, boys, I'd be a millionaire at this point. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Of cutting out, cutting out one, cutting out one of those things and putting it like, which, Putting it somewhere else. Specifically sushi. I, 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 I'm happy to spend money on so many How things. How often are you going to Kazunori? Well, I get sushi from other places too, but but I probably have sushi at least once a week. Which when is- was your first roll? Because Ken doesn't love sushi, right? And, and when I was, I'm a New England guy, and I'm not saying people from New England don't like sushi. And even when I lived in New York, I didn't eat a lot of sushi. And then I came out here and I saw the light, and now I eat sushi probably like once a week. I haven't had I I I did not like sushi. Well, here's that thing about being like from New England too. There's so many things, and that plays into like if I knew something ten years ago, just try more fucking food. But I think until I moved to California, I was like, oh, I don't like sushi. I just don't like sushi. And someone was like, well, why don't you like it? And I go, I have actually never had because sushi. I don't. That's like, <laughs> because all right, we'll try it. Like, well, I'll try it, and then I'm like, oh, it's actually I love it. It's so it's probably been I two years ago I had my first like hand roll specifically and I was oh, like, oh a hand roll's great this is this is life changing where it's like kind of warm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ken, I think that blue crab baby don't know any of it 
don't know any of it, mm-hmm. but you're open to it. Yeah, I I will say I'm a big like uh, I like um, I do like rice. I do like and I like everything. I like the entire Asian flavor zone, especially yeah. Japanese. So I can see myself. The only holdup is the fish. I mean, we the, come, raw, the raw fish. You're scared of the raw fish. I mean, we come from a place where cinnamon might be too exotic for some people. <laughs> cinnamon is far too spicy for me. But we also come from a place, though, because <laughs> Danny like is also from New mustard, England. Mustard, mustard is a line some people won't cross. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a line I won't cross. It's a very, it's a very picky demographic. I think where we're from, but then there's also like you know, like your dad, where it's just like you go out to like the West Coast, and you're like, oh, you didn't grow up like smearing like saltine crackers with sardines and cream cheese. And everyone's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And you're like, oh, I guess that's just a thing. My dad loved <laughs> saltines and old pizza. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> what is the obsession with saltines? I don't know. Your dad likes saltines too. My dad hammers saltines. My dad does too. Your dad does too. <laughs> that came from somewhere. Absolutely. Just white saltines. We're all from New Hampshire, everyone. Yeah, so we're, you know. yeah we're all from. We're all we're all Irish descent. Mm. Good old New Hampshire people, and yeah, New New England dads love saltines. I'll say that much. But guys, we have a lot of we got a lot of stuff that we got to get to today. Um, we're doing AMC because the Oscars are coming to town, so I'm really excited to hear about that. But Ken. Uh, and Danny, um, we have a newer sh- we have a newer uh, part of the show. So Danny, thank you for giving us that little tip of spend your put your sushi money aside and maybe save yourself a little something. Um, Ken, I say we we go into the tip jar and see what's inside. What do you say? Oh, I'd love to learn something. Let's learn a little something. And now a tip from the Paper Jam tip jar. Do you have multiple loans or student loans? Take a look at each of those loans and pay off the ones with the highest interest first. That was a tip from the Paper Jam tip jar. That is something my someone told me a, a, a long time ago. That I was like, why the fuck? Did I, like, I have student loans, and I have like a fucking million of them. And it's like, some of them, it's like, they're, they're, my student loan amount is X amount. But it's broken up into a million different loans. And some of those loans are like 2% interest, and some of them are like 12% interest. Really? Oh, yes. shit. Yes. So at one point, someone was like, instead of just like mindlessly paying a student loan payment that just goes to the general sum, it's like, they were like, look at the ones that have the highest interest. And I think there's like thir- 12 of them or something. And four of them have like a, a, a very high interest rate. So I was like, I should just pay those fucking ones off yeah. first. Mm-hmm. And then if you have a, like a 2% loan, that's like not that much. It's not going to. It's not gonna kill you. That's a little. That's a little tip that I. That's a little tip that I found. Great tip. Yeah. I have a lot of student debt, so that is that. That's an look at those interest rates. I know. and prioritize paying those first. Unfortunately and unfortunately, I have one giant student loan. It's it's through. So every time you hear in the news and they're like, oh, they're gonna cancel all the student debt. Oh, they're gonna get rid of. And I'm like. Very happy for you guys. Mine is through my credit union back home. And oh, it's not like a federal loan? Oh, I've called them many times, and I go, oh, it's is crazy, it? right? They're getting rid of it. And they're like, sir, we're a bank, and we gave you this money. We, are, we, are <laughs> we don't give a fuck you. what Biden said. We're <laughs> a bank. <laughs> Biden this. I also Obama don't even that. fucking know what's happened with that anymore. I, call, I called a smart friend of mine, a very smart friend of mine, and I was like, hey, like, what? I just the president. It was. It was. <laughs> Called it was, up Joey. It was B, my. Man. No. It was. I'm not gonna say who it was. All I'm gonna say it was my president. I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. Um, no, I called a smart friend of mine who's got his finger on the pulse, and I was like, I Al can't Gore. keep up. It was Al Gore. What do you What do you think about this? And he was like, I'm not a gambling man, but I would say like, if if I had to put money on, I'm gonna say it's a seventy seventy five percent chance that this student loan reimbursement's not happening. I like those odds, baby. I'll take those odds. Too bad. But guys. Roll out the red carpet because, Ken, 
we're talking AMC this week, and in the second half of the show, we are going to talk about we're going to talk about the company that is AMC. But I thought it'd be fun to do AMC this week because it's fucking Oscar season, Oscar baby. season, baby. Ken, you are new to the Hollywood scene. This is still year one, is correct? correct? Yep. I uh, it will be uh, a full year come the end of June. I believe the first the real first marker for me of Los Angelino membership was uh, July fourth. July fourth. So, no one does Fourth of July. Like Los Angeles, I went. To, I walked to the top of a hill and watched the fireworks, and it looked like uh, the World War II was happening. <laughs> <laughs> it was not one firework display. It was like <laughs> the whole everywhere. City. Yeah, it is you funny. You know, everywhere. everyone has like a roof in Los Angeles that yeah. you can go on. And I feel like every year I'm scrolling Twitter or I'm like looking at signs posted. Thousands. Like, Please do not put fireworks <laughs> off in Los Angeles. We are a very dry state that a, will blow up in flames. A and then, match could light this whole <laughs> fucking state up. Out of doubt, every 4th of July you go outside and there's it's helicopters and fireworks and it looks like the city <laughs> is on fire. It's the most fireworks I've ever seen in my life. Small fireworks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like not a bunch of big, there were some big ones, but I'm talking like people were lighting small fireworks across the entire like valley i just saw like some like explosions everywhere it was like a very surreal thing but anyways uh oscar season this year the oscars are on my birthday yes they are ken i'm very excited and friend of the pod kelsey flynn's birthday yes friend of the pod kelsey flynn's birthday um but i'm excited i don't mean like uh wait i guess i'll find out like i live close to hollywood does like that whole you don't want to drive downtown that day i'll tell you that much that's what i'm saying like does the whole city kind of shut down on that day or is it just that area that's a, I, I Where are they? Uh, they're, uh, the, they're Dolby the Dolby Center right? like, on right. Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. Ooh, I've, Hollywood. I've thought about that before, but I also feel like LA is so spread out where there was, I forget what, it, oh, it was that, um, the Lord of the Rings TV show for the for AMC or AMC for uh, Amazon that recently came yeah, out. Yeah. I was like driving through Culver. I got out of work early that day and I was like, oh, I'm going to stop off at this Trader Joe's. And I was like, ah, why are there so many black SUVs and so many <laughs> streets are closed off? And I like parked and I like went in and then I went home and I immediately opened Twitter and it was like, Jeff Bezos appears at the Amazon premiere in Culver <laughs> City. At the-. And I was like, God, God damn it. That's why this was going on. So I feel like it might just happen in secret if you're nowhere near it you won't even know that it's going on i felt that way about the grammys the grammys happened. i was trying to go to santa monica on the day of the grammys and i was stuck in Oof. a fucking uber for like an hour and 40 minutes Oof. yeah i was i'm exaggerating that's not how long billy eilish had the places to be oh billy oh and don't get me started on phineas and i share in the same coffee shop don't Ooh, it's also at like 3 p.m out here is the thing you forget too so you're like oh, oh really? I, I, like well because it airs at like 7 p.m east coast mm, so yeah it's, and it's live early. so you're like running, like going on a like morning run or something like that. And you're like, why is there so much tra- tra- traffic as I'm running? Why is there so yeah, much yeah. traffic it's as I'm running? Still. But seriously, though. And then you're like, oh, it's because the Oscars are on at 4 p.m. right now on this <laughs> Sunday. Daniel, what are your, you're you're an actor. You, you, you Were you there running on stage when Little Women, did they win any awards? I, I gave the speech, Mike. <laughs> I, I, you didn't hear the guy it? with the one the line gave a speech? Did I it win awards? I You know, I'm very embarrassed to say I have no fucking clue if it won Do any you think, awards. So Danny was uh, Danny had a, 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 a line in the Little Women, the Saoirse Ronan Little Women. You have no idea if it's won any Oscars. Uh, I know it was nominated, but I have I don't think it might. Oh, no, that's not true. It won... Um, I think it won best costumes or that year or yeah. something like that. It oh, was yeah. like something. It, it was like, like one of those awards because it was an early award, and I was watching it, and I was like, "That's really cool." And then I kind of was like, "All right," and then stopped really Danny. paying attention. Well, but di- uh, did it? Um, <laughs> those are nominations. 
Oh, oh, I was like, did it win Best Picture, Best no. Supporting Actress, Best Actress, Best Original Score, Best? It you were won like, I don't every even know. award at the Do Oscars. Do you think that in year. the for people who are curious, because I'm kind of curious, I don't even know if you would know. For people want to know about the biz, do you think if it won Best Picture, you would you would like <laughs> anything? It'd be good for you for sure, but like, do you think you'd even hear about it? I absolutely not. I think I would have <laughs> zero clue. I think. I think if it had won uh, Best Cast at the SAG Awards, I might have gotten a letter as a principal member of the cast. Is that an award, Best Cast? It's. I think that's a good award. That well, is a good it award. Was, it was last week or the week before with the SAG Awards, and I think the way they do it at the SAG, it's called Best Ensemble or something like that yeah. because it's actors voting for actors in each category. It should still be a. Ca- I don't know. That's a good category. Yeah, yeah, it's their Best Picture. Where I think if you are a principal member in the cast, I might have gotten a little like letter that. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, here you go. <laughs> well, Danny, that I, that makes me wonder. How do you feel about the Oscars? Do you like it? Have you? Is it been always been part of your life? Or tell me about it. Yeah, I honestly, I'm a I'm I'm a sucker for award shows, and and I think like wanting to be an actor as a kid growing up, like that definitely played into it. And I was like the glitz and the glam, and I want to win one someday, and I'm gonna be on that stage. So even now, like as I'm I'm not acting really that much, I'm I'm still. I'm a huge movie fan, and I, I try to see all the ones that are nominated, but I, I'm very excited for Sunday to sit down and watch it. And even the SAG Awards, like last week, where I was like, oh, they're on right now? I'll just stream them live on YouTube as I'm folding my laundry because I am a sucker to this day for, like, Hollywood acceptance speeches and yeah, like, yeah. good stories where, like, you take a step back and you're like, oh, it's all, like, you know, an inner circle and a big game and all the politics and voting, yada, yada. But it's still so fun to see, like, <gasps> she won her first award. Yeah, or, yeah, you know, Sally Fields. Movie, yeah, like, Sally Field got Lifetime Achievement at the SAG Awards. And it oh, was, she like, did? a seven-minute speech that I was tearing up really? at Sally Field's career. And I was like, I don't even know Sally Field was in this many goddamn movies. Oh, I, but I love Sally Now the biggest Field. Sally Field fan. Does every, almost every award given out, unless it's a young person like who just suddenly gets an award, is almost always like, my life was garbage <laughs> for 30 years. <laughs> you fucking people have thrown me to the side and now you tell me. My agent strapped me. I looked in the mirror and I thought I can't do this anymore. <laughs> there but then is a German that's... man called me and said I have a role that'll terrify you. <laughs> that or the, the the classic like every speech that goes up and you're like oh Leo won his first Oscar and they're like I thought about quitting 50 times but I didn't because this day was gonna happen. Like, I knew it. Leonardo DiCaprio you never thought about quitting after. What are you talking about? <laughs> what else did you fucking do? Can I can I, I can even say it, but can I tip you, can I pimp you out for a tip of the tip jar that's not financial? The thing that you told me that you did yesterday that only took an hour and 20 minutes and I was like can I, I'll just say it. Do you want? I do you know what I'm gonna say? What I told you. I have no idea. And now a tip from the Paper Jam tip jar. Do you want the excitement of seeing all the movies that are nominated? Now, do you want to say what you what you should do? No, no, you got it. Do you want the excitement of of watching what's gonna win Best Picture, having seen all the movies, but don't want to spend hours and hours watching movies? Do what Danny did and go to either a theater or do it at home and watch all of the nominated short films and animated shorts. Oh. That was a tip from the Paper Jam tip jar. You were telling me that, and I think that every year that it, they happen, I'm like, fuck, I wish I had done that. What a great idea. Where do short films play? So I, I looked into this because the other day at work, I thought we, I'm going to this Oscar party on Sunday, and I like to do a little ballot, or we do ballots, and I, this year I was like, I'm going to do two. So to answer your earlier question, I love the Oscars, but <laughs> I'm going to do two, and I was like, I'm going to write what I want to win and what I think will win. I'm really honed in this year. You wrote it down? I haven't done it yet, but when oh. I was thinking, I was like, wait, we I, go through it. 
I, yeah, we should. I always go and like go through the the animated shorts and the live action shorts, and I go, you know, they don't get enough love. I feel like they're just kind of like <clears throat> aired, and that people put a lot of time and effort into it. I've never seen one of the shorts that are nominated for someone who loves movies. So there's a few local theaters in LA. There's one downtown. Um, I went to the one on the west side where it's like ten bucks to go in, and they just played all the animated shorts back to back. Oh, cool. damn, um, that sounds awesome. And it was yeah, it was awesome. I went in completely blind, and I was like, okay, I don't. I've never seen an Oscar animated short. I'm sure I have at some point like without knowing it but to sit there in like a dark theater with like two other people a classic it was like an old man who clearly does this every year a mom <laughs> and her two boys that she was like it's our tradition and then oh that sounds nice with, like some junior mints and i was like <laughs> the fuck are these movies about entirely different animation styles like one was eight minutes one was 30 minutes like very very fun to watch but uh very excited because now i have a horse in the race for that category my question about that technically is like how do you, because people make shorts all the time in Los Angeles. It's a very common, yeah. usually to get more work doing something else. But like, so I guess I'll look this up on my own time. But I guess I'm curious because like with movies, it makes a lot of sense. It's like distributed to major theaters. But it seems like shorts can almost be like, they just have to be in certain festivals or something. Like, yeah. do you know how like how a short film gets nominated? I will say to like burst the like fun bubble of how like unique these shorts are. There are... I know three out of the five nominated are backed by one is FX, one is Apple, okay. one is... Right, yeah. yeah, like they are still... Which I was saying this to Mike earlier, like before the podcast, that it kind of, like it made me very excited. And then there is one that is just Apple and Idris Elba is a voice in it. And it like, that big Apple logo played before it. And it yeah, just made me sad because the other ones are like... We are an independent company from Portugal making our submission for the Oscars this year. Like, don't know where they came from, don't right. know who produced it, and it was my favorite one. And it's then just the one right undeniable. after was Apple Films. And I was like, oh, God, Apple this Films, kind of, this you like cheating, stupid you know? fuck. This feels like cheating. There is something beautiful about <laughs> when I was at... Um, stupid I fucking Apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We now, now we, we must too. Now, and, 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 now, and, and me. <laughs> oh, uh, hey yeah, boy. Okay. It's just like, a, it's like, hey kind, boy. Kind of guys like sculptors, like in a place, just like toiling away. And then a guy in a business who kicks open the doors and like <laughs> brings in a chainsaw. Like, yeah, this will do. Hold on. Yeah, this is mine now. It's like kids on a playground painting. They're like, mom, mom, look, I made this and I can't wait to submit it. And a dude kicks in with a cigarette and he's like, nice painting i heard picasso for mine <laughs> now i get it's the candy a, mrs apple <laughs> oh please this isn't fair you said best drawing gets the candy you said the one that used the most color wins the candy my name is jack nicholson <laughs> jack nicholson i will say short films i did a, a summer program at nyu um and um this screenwriting teacher had us watch all these shorts and i borderline like sh liked the short movies I watched more than any major motion picture yeah, yeah, yeah. I had watched in a while. And I was like, oh, all of the artists of cinema are making shorts to get the chance to make major motion pictures. But there is something so powerful. I suggest watching short films. I kind of They're forgot fun. about it. They're really good. Mm. It's kind of it's kind of the opposite problem where like I don't know. I guess with content in general, there's a lot of there's just a lot of stuff out there that there is makes it seem more good than it is. But I think that's what I felt about that too. Is like my favorite, literally right before the Apple one, where I like I cried at this short film that was there was no speaking in it. It was from Portugal. I was like, I don't know who made this, but I'm so proud of them. And then immediately after, my least favorite one was the Apple because I think like <laughs> you're saying, it was a major studio. 
the dialogue wasn't good, but it's like they pumped a bunch of money into Idris Elba and the yeah. animation itself of it. That like the 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 script, I was like, wait, what is even happening in the short <laughs> film? I have no connection. This boy is just walking around right now. Granted, these are probably maybe a little different, but that is like the excitement again. Like compared to like an Apple thing, it's like <clears throat> everybody's making. I feel like when you direct a movie or anything, there's so many other decisions, especially if a lot of money is involved, mm -hmm. taking away from your decisions and stuff like that. So as like a filmmaker, or as someone who like wants to be a creative, it's like find individually like financing or even finding your own investors to invest in your movie and like mm -hmm. hiring your friends to shoot it and hiring people that you've worked with on sets, like doing shit work for other bigger companies. I'm just like, here's my one fucking shot to like say exactly what I want to say, exactly how I want to say it. And like you're saying, like those are oftentimes where you watch this is like, bravo. Yeah. It's like, that's really exciting to see someone being like, look, I'm, I've seen people put, so much money that they don't have into like just being like I really really just want to make a movie and I think that's uh, that's another thing like putting your money where you're, putting your money where your mouth is is like do you really want to be a big time movie director or do you want to like direct stories because anyone can do it and it's like you just have to work your fucking ass off to make a movie that's like eight minutes long. I heard great. Brendan Fraser, which I didn't know that's how you pronounce that. Fraser. Whoa. Brendan Fraser. Fraser. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Uh, Brendan Fraser was I, on. A, I'm Brendan Fraser. Hi, I'm Brendan Fraser. I'm Georgia the Jungle. I'm, <laughs> I'm Georgia the Jungle. I was also the whale. <gasps> I was also the whale. But he said uh, that his one critique of Hollywood is that uh, they have gotten away from storytelling, and I would agree. Oh, Brendan, you pretentious fuck. <laughs> I love Brendan. Oh, I could eat cake and cry too. <laughs> hey, another, <laughs> another good Hollywood story. If he wins on Sunday, though, standing ovation and it will be I a standing ovation for years, and I'm back. Yeah. Well, my question is, Danny, since we are we got to go to the break in a few minutes, so I want to ask you, what do you what do you think is what was your favorite move? What are your uh, favorites? Too much. What have been the films you enjoyed this year, and what do you think will win? Oh, man. Best picture. I, I don't know if I... I don't want to dick around with that. Let's get to the fucking nut of it. <laughs> <laughs> Moron. Rip the goddamn packaging know. off. Um, I don't know. Well, I like this one. It's yeah. recorded, too. So don't. when I'm at a party with you next week, don't try and backstep on it. Mike eats Oreos like oysters. He's like... Oh. Cracky, <laughs> You Ripping said you like the Fablemans. Uh, uh, no, 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 I didn't. No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Licking uh, the cream. Uh, I, I did like the Fablemans, actually. Do I think it'll win? And he liked it, too. No, I don't think it'll win Best Picture. But the thing with the Oscars is, too, is that that's the other thing where it's like, Steven Spielberg, and he's talking about, oh, let's give it to him again in his life story. Uh, yeah. Like, oh. I directed this wearing circle glasses. Yeah, yeah thanks, Steve. They, there, another one, Steve. Good there was you. also a, a moment, too, where they were interviewing. I've, I've been listening to Smartless, if you can tell. No. Uh, what? One of the most why do popular all, podcasts? Yeah, why do we all love Smartless? I, I, I do, would, too. On the outside, when someone was like, you know Will, uh, what's his name? Ortame? No, no, no. Uh, Arnett? Will Arnett, oh, uh, Jason Bateman, and Sean Hayes have one of the biggest podcasts in the world. I was like, huh? what? Why? <laughs> 
Huh? Yeah. And they're friends with the most, those three guys, they're friends with the most famous people in the world? They, literally, they're always like, I was at dinner at Jen uh, Aniston's house. And they're what? like, you know her. I, and I was like, you guys, what? You guys are. They are all best guess, friends. It is a weird ass group. And then I, I will also say I was a little disheartened to it. It was like Spotify buy Smartless for $400 million. I was like, Christ. It's like, like they need more it. fucking money. But they do talk about it too, where they're like, we didn't, what, I don't know. We just hang out anyway. So we decided Dax to Dax Shepard said. Honestly, you don't even have to do shit. They just pay you for this. It's like, huh? They that and their podcast is great. It's also so short. It is short. It's so short. I'm like, you guys are old, and you interview a guest for 15, 20 minutes. I listen to like LeBron James episodes. He's on it for like five minutes, talks about his electrolytes and leaves. And I was like, why do I love this as much as I do? But I keep going back for more. Well, to, right, to, continue. oh no, no, I just wanted to, to say but before we get into podcast critique on the podcast, Woo! I chill. I uh, <laughs> Steven Spielberg was on it. And he was like talking about the Fablemans is the story of his life. And one of them asked him, like, did you ever do therapy? And he's like, no, I made this movie. <laughs> Why would I do that? <laughs> and part of me is like, oh, so you want an Oscar for like for <laughs> what I pay someone for? You Dealing get, with your trauma at a late stage in life. You're like, I want an Oscar for this. I have to scramble around better help for a person who doesn't <laughs> scare me. You get $500 million <laughs> to pick Paul Dano to play your dad and cry and hug him. Hey, you. <laughs> Steven, have you ever gone to therapy? No, I made this movie. And here's a word from our sponsor. And better help. <laughs> better help. It made Don't me feel better somehow. I don't know why. Well, maybe he made a whole fucking movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure all the fucking money and the sex helps. Oh my God. You know, if I stop paying the money I'm paying for my therapist right now, maybe I can make a goddamn movie too. Oh, I didn't think about that. I, th- I didn't think about raising millions of dollars <laughs> and hiring Tony Kushner to write a script. And at the end of the day, that. you make enough of these hits, it's honestly not even that hard. Everyone should do what I do. <laughs> when you're an archetype and you, div- you invent your own style that is just known as good, you can kind of just get up there and do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> I love Steven Spielberg. I just it was a funny moment to be Spielberger. <laughs> Put some cheese on it. Drink someone's therapist now being like Mike walks into therapy and you're like, Yeah, I had a really rough day. Like my dad and I haven't been seeing eye to eye, and your therapist being like, Well, Mike, have you tried writing a movie about yeah. it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And who do you think would play your abusive father like, in a movie? I, I don't know. I just really want to talk about that. Yeah, but he's more of a Will Ferrell or a Zach Galifianakis <laughs> type of thing. I, I don't know, Tony Shalhoub, okay? <laughs> Oh, yeah. and speak to that. <laughs> oh, good, good. Shaloo. No, Shaloo. I also, I'm sorry, I do want, I listened to that that episode too, and I did love when Sean Hayes was like, ooh, ooh, spoilers if you haven't seen the movie, but ooh, ooh, that scene where he like brings out the camera when his parents are telling him he's getting divorced. Like, did you actually take your camera out? And Steven Spielberg is just like, no, the character's imagining that in his head. And he goes, oh, oh right, right. You would have done that in real life. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. You would have videotaped your family. Uh, it's just that in the movie, I kind of buy that he did that. <laughs> yeah, definitely, 100%. Wait, so Danny, you're yep. pretty slick. Trying to get away from this mm-hmm. fucking question. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what? Trying we to got, get to the nut of it. We're trying to get to, I'm trying to get my nut, man. And then you brought up Smartless. <laughs> yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> oh, I feel bad. I brought, no, up, Kenny brought up Smartless. No oh, break. Gosh. You're not getting out of this one. We have a shitload of nominations. All Quiet on the Western Front. Didn't Avatar Way of the Water. Oh, yeah. Give me a saw, saw it. Didn't see it. All Quiet on the Western Front. Didn't see it. Didn't see it. Have not seen it. Heard it's good, hard to watch. I hear it's fantastic. Avatar Way of the Water, saw it with Kenny. Saw it. 
have not seen it and will not be seeing it. <sighs> Woo, we That's, gotta get that to that. It takes funny. a big man to admit that he's wrong. And Danny, the two days before I saw it, I was with you ripping that fucking movie to shreds. And then we ended up seeing it and having a fucking blast. Yeah. Danny, one sentence, why not? I just didn't care. Like, I was not. That's fair. That's fair. I was like, uh, okay. Banshee. Ban- I didn't, Mike and I had a fun time, but as more I thought about it, I didn't really like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I guess my sentence is I don't think I'm I had a blast. That's what people are telling me all miss. You yes. You'll, you'll get the gist of it. Banshees of Inishirin. Saw it. Saw it. Saw it. Uh, Elvis saw, didn't see it. Saw it. Saw it. I think you guys, we no, all have time. Saw, saw it twice for some reason. Elvis, one sentence, uh, better than I thought it would be. One cent- Wait, we'll get to it. I, feel all right. like, I don't know. We, there's only so much time. I have a lot uh, of thoughts on Elvis. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Saw it. Saw it. Saw it. Wait, question. How? <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. I love this. Keep going. How soon did you see it? I saw it opening weekend. When did you see it? I probably saw it like a few, like once it got its, not its buzz buzz, but once it when got it was it's, still. That's, like, I guess my question. Pre or post buzz? Uh, right you buzzed it. for. I saw it soon after you saw it and you were like, see this movie. So I probably saw it like right around the same time. So we all experienced it before on social media. It was the best movie ever made. Yes. Yes. I definitely remember like leaving thinking it was really great and then never thinking about like it getting Oscar buzz or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, The Fablemans? Did I understand that? Nope, you didn't say it. Oh, The Fablemans. Uh, Didn't see it. Saw it. Saw it. Uh, Tar? Didn't see it. Saw it. Did not see it. Really want to see it. I'm really Good regretting movie. that I have not seen so it. So am I. Maybe I'll watch I'm, it tonight. I'm, I'm actually very upset. I was like, oh, I just only haven't seen Avatar. I've seen them all but Avatar. And I'm realizing I have not seen a lot of these best pictures. Cut out the last part of Avatar. You, 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 you saw Tar with Kate Blanchett. Tar, Avatar. Uh, uh, what were you going to say about it? <laughs> uh, nothing. Well, if we're going to keep talking about it. Top Gun Maverick. Saw it. Saw it. Saw it. Loved it. I don't know if I... I don't know. We'll, we'll get there later. Should Coca-Cola win the best soda award? <laughs> yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean? Yes, uh, exactly. Or should, excuse me, should McDonald's win the best burger award? My only That's quick... A great way to look at that. Yeah. My only quick problem with Top Gun, which I loved, if you're going to claim that this is the best movie of the year and it is a sequel that I confidently can say for the times that they came out, was 83% as good as the original Top Gun. If the original Top Gun won no Oscars, why is this nominated for Best Picture? I think it's, did it Did it get nominated is, for Oscars? This is the same argument I have been having. I've, Mike, I've articulated to this a million times. Top Gun, people who want people who want Top Gun to win Best Picture are the same people who want Taylor Swift to win Best Artist. It's the same. And if you don't understand that, like, whatever media you have a blind spot, like, if you are not a big film buff... Top Gun is the best movie you saw this year. If you are not a super big fan of music, all of the pop music is your favorite music. Yeah. There's and someone was questioning like, should there just be two awards of like should there be an award show that's like commercial hits versus like artistic integrity? Like popcorn flick. I actually saw something that someone tweeted, like an Oscar ballot that was like their review for original screenplay was it says best screenplay or original screenplay in the title, and I'll be damned if everything everywhere all at once wasn't the most original. And someone was like, it, it, no, it's an original screenplay. It doesn't need to be the most original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It be the best written screenplay it's that was original. Ba- yeah, right. that is original. So yeah. same thing where it's like, well, Top Gun was an incredible. Like Top Gun was great. I love. It was Top so Gun. much fun. Very good movie. Does not mean it's more artistically better than Everything Everywhere All at Once or Banshees no. of a Sharon or something like that. I, I, exactly. No, I, I I couldn't agree more. Great movie though. Uh, great great movie. Loved it. Um, 
Tom Cruise is so hot. Tom, so hot. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Um, sorry, I got to get to my nut. I got to get to the <laughs> game. Uh, so um, Top Gun. Oh, no, so oh, Top yeah, Gun Maverick. What was that? Oh, two oh, more. Top Gun won an Oscar for Take My Breath Away. Oh, right. Best, Best song. Ah, and that Take is My Breath song. Away. Uh, Triangle of Sadness. Saw it with Kenny. Saw it, saw it once, then said, Mike, we got to go see it. Is that how that worked? Or we just we, no, we went to the movie. We just wanted to hang out. We were like, let's see a movie. And I had seen it not too long before. What? I'd already seen Triangle of Sadness when we no, watched it. No, you didn't. Did you? Oh. Wait. I could have. I saw that. You, the Los Heels 3, you and me went together. We Kenny, didn't know what it you was. You took me I'm, and said you hadn't seen it either. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm, He's taking everyone around town in this fucking thing. I'm flipping it. Mo I'm sorry. You're flipping me the fuck out. Moira then I'm watched it. I'm flipping you off. Moira watched it the next day. Got it. And so I'm confusing those interactions. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I recall, I told everyone that I loved it because you and me were looking for something to do. Yes. Went because it was like this, it was supposed to be good. Didn't know any of the twists and had a great time. You saw it. Saw it, loved it, also went in completely blind and loved it. Brilliant. Mm -hmm. um, and then- uh, uh, Really liked it. That's yeah. fair, that's fair, that's yeah. fair. I got nervous and I started actually kind of hyping it up too much. My yeah. biggest thing is I saw it and I wanted so bad for everyone to see it just so I could talk to them about it. I will say, I think that the, what has happened with media, it is very hard to get people, most people have a stonewall up of there's so much media, it's hard to get people to watch stuff. It and is. so you feel like you have to be like, it's good. It actually is really good. It, which it's is the best movie you'll ever see this year, just so they see it. And you're like, that was pretty funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it's not like a Top Gun, like we're saying, when it's a triangle of sadness. I didn't know what, I had never heard that title until you were like, go see this movie. It's really, really good. And I feel like then, like you're saying, you have to like justify your like of it because no one knows it yet. And you're like, yeah. Yeah. I promise this weird little indie that no one's seen. It's like everything everywhere all at once. When everyone was like, go see it. It's really fucking good. And I was like, what is this about? Like, what? And then you go see it and you're like, oh, oh wait, yeah, 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 it is. And then it becomes the buzz and everyone, you know. My advice when people, when is it, from my own experience, is when uh, someone asks about something, you say you've seen it, and they say, what did you think? You go, it's good. That's it. That's good. You do say that a lot. It works because it gets into people's head. You don't go, it's really great. You should see it. Or like, hey, if you just go, you know what? Worth your time. That's what good. you did with the Fablemans, and I was like, I don't want to see this shit. And you were like, I saw it. It's good. And you took the beat and said it, and I was That's like, why? And you were like, cryptic. it just was good. And I was like, is it going to be uh, the story I've told on the pod? I said it a million times. People were like, have you seen it? And I was like, my friend Kenny put it the best if I was talking to him. I was like, I feel like it's just going to be a lot of like Steven Spielberg is a little kid looking at film. And you were like, it's a lot of that, but it's good. It's and worth your like, time. I and then I, it made me want to see that, it, though. Yeah. To um, me, it's always just about making sure people know it's just worth their time. Yeah. So, uh, last, wait, just very quickly, if I was like, have you seen Triangle of Sadness and you didn't like it, would you say it's bad? Or would you just say, go ooh. see it, like, for your own opinion? Like, for oh, your I own, would, would say, you say it's Not bad? for me. Ah, okay, cool, I cool, could be cool. like, I could see that's how, fair. I usually say, like, I see how people could like it, but that's just not really what I like. Interesting. Yeah. See, that's great, too, because then it also doesn't make me feel bad if I'm like, well, I really want to see it. I hear it's really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Last one, women talking. Didn't see it. Didn't see it. Gentlemen. I know. I Honestly, I know. I it also, makes me I feel like a dick it. that I haven't I seen, have it. Not seen it. I've heard it's very good. I hear it's really great. Um, I got I to gotta see it. We will, um, we will all watch it. We will. We are listening. No, <laughs> I don't even want to. Like, I do want to see I it. I've intense. heard it's very good. Yeah, I've heard it's yeah. very fucking intense, and it's like based on a true story. It's very fucked up. Mm. Last quick question. We really got to go to the break. Any movie that just gut says was snubbed? I'll start. I think this might have been two years ago. Marcel, Marcel the Shell. Great movie. No love. Did you see it? I did. 
I got emotional in that thing. Very good, very good. But what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I guess you're right. Not that would have been nominated for best picture. Wait, pause. No, I would have won. No, not not best picture for best animated. It is. Oh, it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, it's nominated for. I stand corrected, gentlemen. I also, stand I, corrected. I actually do have good taste. I, <laughs> I only know that too because uh, have you seen Marcel the show? No, not yet. Oh, okay. I, I only I, I remember seeing them come out and I went best animated feature. I get it, but there's a lot of non animation in that film. Like it is. Yeah. I, I'd say it's a swift like eighty twenty live action. Yeah. It's a, it's good though. I like it. Any other things that come? We gotta. Bear. I was just talking about this. This isn't a helpful thing to bring up, but there was a movie that came. I was just talking more about this. I can't remember the name of the movie. Maybe I'll remember it after the break. Um, Are you talking Oscars this year or this any year? year? Okay. Okay. You didn't see it show up on that list, and you're like, "Hey, what the hell is this?" Hmm. Uh, Jonah Hill when he did that Netflix thing with his therapist. Oh yeah, That's I watched that hungover. I could not get through. I watched five minutes because it looked really cool, and then I thought, I can't. I heard it was great, and people liked it. I could not get through it for some reason. I have a difficult time with that film watching. I understand that's the point, but I had a difficult time. uh, I had a difficult. I'm glad he opened up at the end, but it was bugging me that Jonah wasn't opening up as well. Mm. Yes. That he was like, no, it's a film about you. Talk about you. And he's like, well, you're not going to talk about our relationship. Yeah, why am I? You're going to put me on this? Yeah. Uh, what were you, what was the movie you were talking about before? God, I can't remember. I'll try and see if I can think of it over the break. Well, maybe but best picture, best picture, best picture. Oh my God. That's what, why we had this whole fucking conversation. What do think is the best picture? What do we think is going to win? What do you think was your best picture? What do you think? Top two best picture. The movie that you like the most. Snap, uh, give three. Give All right. three. Snap your you, fingers if you. The uh, three that you like, the one that you think will win. I honestly really enjoyed um, I'll Go Cliche. Everything Everywhere, I think, was really, really great. I really enjoyed Banshees of Inishirin. Um, And I'm also going to give some uh, trying. I don't think Triangle of Sadness will win, but I really, really liked it. But I got too many. I, 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 will, I will just leave it there. I'll say it's Everything Everywhere, Banshees of Inishirin, and then Triangle of Sadness. What do you think will win? Hear me out. I think that people think it might be everything everywhere, which I think that might win. But with the Oscars, I could see that voting like Academy still going the Fablemans for Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I don't. I I love that's my I think that's my favorite. I'm in the same. I'm going to say I love Banshees. Uh, I love uh, I loved everything everywhere all at once. I love Triangle of Sadness. I wish Triangle of Sadness, but I'd be lying to myself if I thought it was the best picture. I fucking loved it. I thought the screen. I thought it was original. I thought it was exciting. Uh, I thought the acting was fucking great. I I don't want to... There's opinions I have that I don't want to ruin the movie for people, so I won't talk about it. Um, I loved it so much, I don't think it'll win. I think that everything everywhere maybe should win. Um, I think what will win, I I think they're going to give it to either the Fablemans or... I think it'll be the Fablemans or Top Gun. Top Gun. You saw Fablemans? Mm Mm-hmm. You really think it'll win? No, I don't think it's best picture. Like, but you uh, think like, it'll win? But I think there's a chance that the Academy will oh. vote for it. I don't think it's it's deserving of best picture. Interesting. But I could see I could see it tracking this year. Where and again, I guess I do follow them. And like, I'm nerding out on all the other award shows where it's like the DGA, the PGA, the SAG Awards, like all track towards one movie. And it's like nine out of like ninety percent of the time when one wins three out of the four it wins best picture at the oscars and it's trending towards everything everywhere and i could see that but i could also see them 
Steven Spielberg did it again. We'll we'll just give it to him. Right, for the right, it's everyone. His, it's right, his right. song, right? Hey, come on, come on, everyone, stand up. Right. Well, the movie you two haven't seen is the one. So my two out of that list, my I don't really the three. I can't really like put a third one in a category. That my two favorites of this year were Tar and Everything Everywhere. I think Tar will. I, I everyone who's seen Tar freaks. Kate Blanchett is either Tar is either going to win Best Picture, Best Director. Or she's gonna win Best Actress. Fuck like yeah. it, ha- it has to win one of those three mm. because it's such a good her performance. Tar the one thing I'll say. I told you this. I think Tar by the end of the movie, I forgot that Tar that she wasn't a real person. Yeah, really. I thought I was like watching. I was like, yeah, she's a real because it's set in our world and it's a very yeah. it's a movie about cancel culture and like it's really. Man, I, I thought she, it. I didn't realize, I forgot that it was Kate Blanchett. I was like, oh, right, Lydia Tarr, she's a real person. Like, oh, she is a real me. person? No, but like, oh, I was oh, like, oh. it almost felt like a. <laughs> now, du- yeah, now you got me saying it. <laughs> it almost felt like real life at the end. So I'm going to watch it Saturday now before. I, I feel like there's I, always a movie that ends up winning these awards that kind of slides out at the last second and it's like, oh, I didn't see it. Now it's like, fuck, why did I watch that movie? Yeah. I imagine in my mind, the way the Oscars work is what's going to win is like All Quiet on the Western Front or Banshees of Inisherin. And these movies are like, oh, Okay, sure. I think that's what I'm saying about the Fablemans. Yeah. You know what? Now that you mentioned that, I'm going to retract and pull back on the Fablemans because I'm thinking back now to Parasite. And Parasite won Best Picture, and I and that was a big moment where it was like, okay, that we've added more voters, and we've diversified yeah. who votes for these movies. And then what – do we know what won last year? Do you, do you remember what won last year? Oh, it was – yeah, it was – also, something that wasn't parasite winning it would be like everything everywhere kind of winning. Right. I hope everything everywhere wins because yeah. that movie has to win. I just something don't think it will. Big. But I want it to. My only Michelle Yeoh might win, and that might be the nod. She you know is I mean? my like or number best, one person. I'm like, hey, really hey, hey uh, I don't want to butcher his name for best supporting actor. Yeah, I, I think know he's a, I think he's locked for it. I think he's a shoe in 100. Over Brend, Brandon. That's Brandon. Best, oh, best actor. Yeah. Oh, best supporting? supporting. Yeah, I think he's locked. Who in. else is in that though? Isn't like the Banshees of Inisherin? Oh, last guys? year, last year, best picture, last guesses. Who was? Uh, what was it? Coda. Ah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. It was Coda. Good. I, I didn't Apple see TV. Anyways. Apple oh yeah. TV. We, this is uh, this will be a two and a half hour pod, but uh, and we have so much fucking stuff to talk about, and we're gonna get to all of these things when we come back from the break. <laughs> Man, I love the Paper Jam podcast so much, I just wish there was more of it. Mike, don't you know about the Patreon? The pump and bubble what now? The Paper Jam podcast has a Patreon. Patreon.com slash the Paper Jam pod. What the heck is that? Mike, that's a place where you'll find a backlog of 85 mini episodes plus uncut video versions of our main episodes. Wow, that sounds incredible. And it's not just that. What? Every single month we release an advice episode. It's over an hour long where we bring back one of your favorite guests and give life advice. That sounds incredible, Ken, but... I'm a little tight on cash. What does this thing cost? A million dollars? Actually, it's $3.99 a month. That's just $3.99 a month. Well, go on down to patreon.com slash the paper jam pod and unlock all this fun. Help us support the show. And maybe if you're at it and you're on the internet, why not give the show five stars? Give the show five stars and do yourself a favor and enjoy the rest of the show. <laughs> Bye. And we're back. 
Zach. What a wonderful break that we had. Truly. The movie I was trying to think of was uh, Licorice Pizza. Ooh, did yeah, not You said Licorice you were Pizza. tricked into, you were, that movie tricked you? I Licorice Pizza seen. is a fun movie to watch, but the more I, it was one of those things where it felt like ah. it tasted good going down, but then nutritionally I was like, was that really about, I don't know. Did I, did I, like that? I don't know if I loved it. Did was there something Anderson? weird about that movie? Is there yeah. like a weird cancel culture? I know nothing about. She's like oh, you're twenty, about it? and he's like fifteen. She's like ah, uh, that's the oh. in the if film. If the roles were reversed, this movie would be disgusting. <sighs> it's a movie, but it's so cool for the dude. But it's great. <laughs> I, I was just like, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I saw it. I watched it. I didn't think in the theater. I was kind of like, this is fine. And then I left. People were like, "Wasn't that fucking disgusting?" I was like, uh, yeah, "I don't." Really Sandlot, like... he makes out. With That's the, what I'm talking about. It was like kind of like the Sandlot. Care. Like it's fun. Come on. But I didn't think it was disgusting. I just like I don't know. I, I like and, and again, if someone has a take on that, I like I don't feel by I, by any means passionate enough to like stand up for it. I'm just kind of like it was it was dramatic and it was just kind of like at the end of the day, it's like if I was like that movie was amazing. Someone's like, "What's it about?" And I'd be like. Ah, <laughs> to me, it's like it's yeah. a it's like a song that sounds really cool, but then you like if you were to play it on the piano, you'd be like, oh, this really isn't anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just the same three chords over and over. Yeah. Oh, okay. Was that him doing his Fablemans thing? Was no. there? Did he ever come out and was like, this is kind of like my life? I dated a twenty year old woman from Haim. I mean, honestly, well, but it's the story. Boogie Nights is kind of his life, right? Mm. Not the porn industry thing, though. <laughs> but he wrote it when he was like twenty one years old or something. I just remember watching it with someone that the scene where Mark Wahlberg's screaming at his mom. You've seen Boogie Nights, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like Long screaming time. at his mom. Mom? Yeah. And they're like, this sounds like it was just probably ripped directly from his life. Probably. I think I think he grew up in the valley. And I think this movie, Licorice Pizza, is one, the name of a record store in the valley. Yeah. And two, it's this life story. It's this. It's like stories that were passed around like at Hollywood parties or something about Tom Hanks's producing partner as a kid who grew up in the valley oh oh what something like that and like so then he made a movie about it anyways amc enough pta has had enough time in the fucking sun (laughs) maya rudolph there will be blood paul thomas anderson look you've had enough i don't need to give any more fucking time that's right maya rudolph he's married to maya rudolph no way what all thomas anderson and maya rudolph are married what the hell You're now here first. That's a, dude, that is a fucking hot I tip. I here for that, though. I love that. Yeah, Maya Rudolph, PTA, baby. Oh, she actually also volunteers on the PTA at school. Um, no, no, not that P- No, 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 no. PTA, Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, okay. Well, all right. Her dad, her mom, isn't her mom like a famous singer or something? Yeah. Look at them. Walking down the street. I, she looks upset. Her mom is shorts. Diana Ross? Is she? Kenny, you are blowing my mind right now. Maya Rudolph, mom. No, sorry. No. Tracy Ellis Ross is is yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. is the sorry. Uh her mother is Minnie Ripperton. Ah, Minnie She's Ripperton. She's from Florida, a singer song. She sings Minnie Ripperton. And composer. Minnie Ripperton. Who's Quincy Jones' daughter on uh, Rish, uh Rashida, Rashida Jones? Jones. That's right. Oh. Judy B, Judy B Jones. But I'll tell you this: we're not done talking about PTA. He's had enough yeah, time. He's got enough show. time. Now let's talk a little less about the PTA and talk a little more about the AMC guys. AMC Entertainment engages in the theatrical exhibition business. You guys already listened to the 
cut out, go to AMC one with Danny and listen to me explain what the stock is there. Uh, you guys know what it is. It's a, so take your time, go do it. And we'll be back. So that's what AMC is. So yeah, pretty good, right? There's a lot of fun stuff in there about Danny in the past on Zoom. Making popcorn up in those hallowed halls. You, you hiding popcorn? in your sister's room, yeah, trying like not a to be loud. Corner of your room, being like, I have to be really quiet. As it's two in the morning here in New Hampshire, uh, there are three babies sleeping in this house. We thought, well, I don't want to be as your dad, but we thought we were going to take an early morning, a 6 a.m. flight from LAX to Boston, get right off the plane, go right to the studio not far from the, the airport in Boston, record, have a great time. It ended up with me getting home so fucking late on Wednesday night, the morning before the night before the episode came out and you recorded it on a set of headphones like tucked in a corner of a small wooden house testing is this thing on <laughs> four days I'm, like, I'm fucking starving and then we did a patreon episode we watched jingle all the way and talked about it yep right i think mm-hmm. i fell asleep during that that was great it was good stuff but uh, AMC, what's in the news right now? Yeah, uh, Ken, tell us about it because I, Danny, I assume you, you, what you. No, uh, no, no. Go ahead. I, I assume you know about the whole AMC investing. You know the yeah, we talked about that. That was what it's we. It's a GameStop esque stuff. I think it was right after that, right? Wasn't yeah, that, like very fresh. Yeah. yeah. So AMC, it looks like in the news, what's going on with them is that they are dealing with the ramifications of that, which is like all these people are still holding, and like, what does that actually mean for the valuation of their stock? Like it. It's one of those things where now it's getting to the uh, uh, the reality of the business of it being like, so what do we do with the fact that all these people have our stock, but maybe our company isn't doing well? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, that de- was all, definitely still. That was all fun and games, but now two years later, oh, yeah. like, still. Oh, but, really? And AMC's not doing great. Wow. No, the movies have not been doing great for a very fucking long time. But people still have their stock, so there's this kind of weird, like, if the stock price is still up, it probably, they might probably need the ability to sell the stock. Yeah. Like, be like, uh, the stock, it might, the stock price being high might at this point be a burden, like, higher than it should be, might be a burden for them business-wise. It's definitely got to be a fucking burden. Like, I just can't imagine, like, if... if, (sighs) With the GameStop and AMC, those two specifically, I think those were the two biggest impacts by the apes, apes being the people on Reddit who work together to change the price of the stock and fuck a bunch of rich business people out of shorting people and fu- hmm. for shorting the system and fucking people out of money. But, but what? <laughs> I'm just, just laughing at them in my head. Like, I know it's <laughs> very normal people who are like, yeah, fuck the system, but I love picturing all of them in like a basement being like, fuck <laughs> they, they were, and they were like, we are the apes. Yeah, and it was yeah. like, <laughs> do you think they haven't, do you think the apes were gonna sell but now that Nicole Kidman is doing what she's doing for AMC, they were all like, well, let's she- on a second. <laughs> well, now this is actually getting pretty good. Yeah. Now I'm listening, baby. So that heartbreak does feel good in a place like this. <laughs> I heard that they're, there's, they're making a, a new a, a sequel of that with I've her. I've read that. Do we love it, or is it kind of like now they're leaning into it as a joke, and it's like, no, it was funnier when we were making fun of you. I guarantee that from her perspective, all she heard was that people love it. I'm also sure. Do you know what I mean? And so she's like, she probably thinks it's a hit, but doesn't understand why it's why it's a hit. I sure as fuck wouldn't want to be the person to have to tell her. It's like people are like, 
laughing kind of at you. No, I, you. still to this, like I saw uh, 80 for Brady like a week or two ago. Yeah, yeah. On like a random Tuesday night, people applaud to this day when she. Oh, no, on. now like, it's crazy. still are laughing. We saw Megan and it was like, joke. Were, it was like a standing yeah, O. It's a joke. But it's a it's joke. Same. I did say, I, I will say the one headline I saw about her doing a second version was AMC CEO says that they signed on for a new version of the Nicole Kidman thing and it will be, quote, drastically different than the first. And now everyone's like, how, what turn are you taking for this welcome to AMC? Video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's be like a dark horror <laughs> film. Like, I, what are we talking about? I just love the idea of them putting more money into it. <laughs> yeah. More production value. Also, what was Tom Cruise talking about when he was like, that? I love this woman! No, Top Gun unsaved movies it's like movies are still happening yeah that's another thing that he said that to someone and everyone in his entourage is like yeah 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 there's billboards in los angeles like top gun thank you for it's like saved motion pictures and i was like i I feel like it did it just because it was just a popular movie i will say uh, they've been doing this thing lately too i don't know how often you guys go but when you go and now it's like they're thanking you for coming to the movies like before the movie i've heard about this i haven't seen it yet yeah you go see like a movie and it's like I'm Nicole Kidman, and like we really appreciate you coming to support theaters. But Tom, Tom, Tom Cruise, yeah. does it obviously for Top Gun, like before the movie, and he's like, "We made this movie for you, the fans." And I thought about it, and I feel like he's the only one where, like, I genuinely believe that. I do like, believe. Like, he feels hey, that Mark way. Wahlberg, like, can you do a little? It's like, ah, thanks for coming to see Ted Three and supporting movies in theaters like yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Tom Cruise is like, "I don't have to make movies anymore. I'm only doing it for you." And you love me. Tell me you love me. <laughs> he's <laughs> like. Tearing through the screen. I'm gonna jump out of a plane for you, Kenny. I mean, we watched you Kenny and I saw to. Avatar in 3D with 3D glasses and watched like the three-minute documentary of him doing the new final destination. What, Mission Impossible. So, I would love to see a Tom never seen Cruise any of destination. I've never seen Where any of those. He's doing all the movies. stunts practically. He's <laughs> getting killed in real time. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, there's going to be a beam of wood that comes through the car. <laughs> I'm ready for it, baby. No, no, you would die, Tom. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> he slides the last minute. <laughs> no. I, uh, we watched the Mission Impossible of him jumping uh, uh, a, a, a motorcycle off of a ramp and just being like, the, the motorcycle destroys. He's like, let's do it again. And they're just like, just throwing away oh, multi-thousand dollar motorcycles. motorcycles. But it would look fucking awesome. I, I was I, like, I, I do believe that you actually really do give a shit about this. I don't want to go on about Tom Cruise or Butch. I love him. Secondhand story that I was listening to about him too, but it, was, I, it wasn't about that stunt. It might've been about one, like right, but, but probably a, a Top Gun one where he was like telling someone, like a friend, they were talking about it in an interview and he was like, yeah, so I got really excited and I prepped for the stunt for like six months leading up and I get to set that day we're going to shoot it. So I go up to the safety guy and I'm like, all right, baby, I'm ready to roll. Let's do it. And my safety guy was like, oh no, insurance will not let us let you do this. So I fired him and got another safety guy. <laughs> a like, nice uh, guy. I fired him and got a shittier safety guy. <laughs> that is Tom Cruise in a nutshell. A hundred percent. Sir, we will not insure you or this film to do it. And he goes, well then I'll finance the whole movie by my goddamn self. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't like to support to speak too positive about Tom Cruise. The other thing I actually kind of like about Tom Cruise. What it was? You don't like to speak too positive. What? Tom Cruise. He said. He says. Sound like he said Donald Crunk. <laughs> Donald Crunk. Uh, Donald Crunk. I don't I know if you heard what Donald I heard. Crunk. Hey, play it back. Hey guys, what did you think? <laughs>
<laughs> what did you say? You don't like to I, Tom I don't Cruise? like to speak too positively about Tom Cruise because I think I he's a psychotic person. I think there's probably a lot of people whose lives are awful. But it's because fun of him. to watch from a distance. But I did like that he was almost like kind of canceled. We were like Tom Cruise asshole. I heard the the tape of him on set screaming at the guy who didn't COVID test properly or something. I forget what the story was. Someone was yes. not taking COVID protocol. Didn't have a mask on or something. Doesn't have a mask on and he's freaking out. I'd be like, Tom Cruise is a psychopath. And I was like, no, if you listen to it, he is like, do you have any fucking idea? Like, we're just getting work back. People have been out of work for fucking oh, a year and a half and you don't want to wear a fucking mask. If you get one person sick, this whole fucking movie is over and everyone's out of work again. No Put one your can fucking come to mask AMC. on. No one's going to be able to watch this. And no one's going to be able to watch me tell them how they need to be at the theater because it's the way the movie's meant to be seen. <laughs> like I said, you did it again. <laughs> I, did rep- I did appreciate that he screamed at the guy. <laughs> screamed. I did appreciate that he was like popped off on the guy who wasn't wearing a mask because I do think so some people talk about like when you're on the call sheet, obviously number one is your Tom Cruise is your Tom Hanks. And that person sets the tone for the thing. And it is your job as number one on the call sheet to set the tone of the movie. And if I, I bet, you know what, if Tom Cruise freaked the fuck out that you have to wear your mask on set, I bet everyone wore their mask next day. And guess what? We're watching the movie. Apparently no one got sick. I will say I do. And Danny, I, I want to ask you about. I'm sure people have asked you, but like the feeling of the set of little women was probably a very professional environment. But it's interesting to me that like that all stems from like we all did community theater. And like if you imagine just pumping more money into a production, it would morph into that. But there is sometimes like I think there's a video of Christian Bale yelling at someone. Oh, that one's Mm. wild. He's yelling at a light guy. (laughs) Well, that's what I'm saying at the end of the day when it's like – there is a difference between like IBM corporate and the set of a movie. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, when, yeah. If a light guy like thinks like this is a professional fucking set, don't make noise. It's like okay, let's all remember that this stems this from like fun. this is like let's uh, all remember Paramount gave us forty million dollars. Yeah, to make we're a supposed to be doing a play. Right it's a little play that we're filming. Yeah. <laughs> like, I do. I am walk backtracking of like, yeah, him screaming at the guy's probably not a lot, but but I I I know what you're saying. So what 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 exactly was your question to? My question to Danny was what did it feel intimidating on the set? Was it very like? Because that's my thing. Like it's like when you walk into a theater and local community is like, oh fun, but I feel like it's changes to be like this is fucking business. So what was the vibe? And you met. I'm sorry to 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 just give more context and we cut those out if you. I don't know why you would, but it's like you. It was the real. You only had one line but you met with Greta Gerwig and like talked to her about, right? Yeah, there was like three rounds of auditions, I think. And that I think that was the first moment where the last audition was with her in person. The director of this Felt funny too, because movie. I was like, oh, I'm saying it was two lines at the time. Just want to say that. It, I, <laughs> two lines at it the moment. chopped in half. doing that over and over made it feel very high stakes. So then it, I, it wasn't another two and a half months until I actually showed up to set for just one day and they had been filming it for a few. So I think you hit the nail on the, on the head with it's really just that like they are making pretend and community theater like fun vibe, especially because they're spending four or five months at a time together on one location, one set. So I think for me, I definitely saw that and like witnessed that. And it was like, oh, Laura Dern and Greta Gerwig are like buddies and they're friends and we're all shooting the shit and joking. But me, I like walked in and was just like, I'm watching you all be relaxed and be a fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In my mind was like, I am stressed. Hyper aware (laughs) that I am on a, real set right now and i am going to like there was there's i remember there was one point where i was standing on a mark and i had to like go we were shooting in this house like 
whatever doing my <laughs> doing my thing and there was they were like quiet like doing the like all right quiet quiet like quiet we're getting ready to roll right and some of the, the the background like the extras are like oh yeah man like this and i'm standing next to them and they have to keep looking at like where i'm standing like i quite we're about to roll and i was like please don't look like i'm not with them like don't I'm not uh, don't involved. look me in with these fucking goons but i i will say after like hour number seven i was like i, I got some leeway like I'm shooting the shit. They like me. I'm friends here. And I think I've told you this story. Yeah, yeah. The the, the initial line was, I walk in and say, uh, anyone from the March family here? And sh she's like, yes, me. And I walk over and hand and I say, oh, telegram from Washington, ma'am. My two lines, right? And so after like hour seven, we did a bunch of different angles. And I was like, all right, it's time, baby. There's a wide shot. And I just walk into the room and you're just going to see me. And they keep going over and over. And I was like, Danny, you're an actor. Give it a fresh take. Like, oh no! <laughs> like, give it like a fresh. And so I do. I walk in. There, there was like someone standing, and she like taps me on the shoulder when it's time for me to walk in. And I walk in. And I go, anyone from the uh, no <laughs> March family here? And the director immediately goes, hang on, hold, hold. You know who you're looking for when you watch. Just you know the name when you walk in. You don't have to search for it. And I was like, yep, you're right. That was of fucking course. dumb. I'm very stupid. Why the That's fuck very, would very I? Stupid. Yep. And then in that moment, I went immediately back to I just fucked up a million multi million dollar project. The fucking I, pressure. I went, oh God, I like just, uh, that is the nightmare. I, I try yes. and do as much as I can when I am in creative products. Be like, hey, I get it. I get it. I get it. That's just not what we're looking for. Thank you, though. Please, yeah, it's okay. Yeah. Don't feel bad about yourself. Please don't feel bad about yourself. <laughs> yeah. I think immediately because I saw her all day, like, obviously, Laura Dern doing things differently and Greta being like, great, great, more. Do another one however you want. And I was like, okay, this is a fun, right, this is a fun environment. I can try something. And I tried one thing. And she was like, no, no, just do what you've been doing, please. <laughs> uh, nope. You yep, don't of need course. to be. I'll say the fucking line if I need to. <laughs> yep, you're right, ma'am. I'm so sorry. Why don't I put on a fucking wig and do it? <laughs> oh, no, 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 Ms. Gerwig. In my mind, though, like it would, it, it could have. That's so small because that's like an acting choice. But if you came in, you're like, Oi, anybody <laughs> from the Mars family? Where are y'all from? Oh, <laughs> uh, anyone from the Mars? Ooh, your husband's not doing well, baby. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, God. Um, oh, God. I'm just realizing, you know what? We have not done at all in this show. What? This. Uh, <laughs> uh, this. <laughs> yeah, okay. I just wanted to get at least stinky. Stinky. <laughs> a couple of those out. Well, Ken, let's hope that we don't have too much of, let's hope we don't have too much of a downfall today. Ken, we put all of our money, we're talking about making million dollar projects that you're sending to AMC theaters and all these theaters and hoping that it's making millions of dollars in the box office. We dumped our money into it once and got fucking railed. So what do you think? <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. What do you, what do you think? Would, <laughs> what I say we find out what happened. Danny, what we do on the show now is what do you think is going to happen to the money? Well, I came in swinging and I thought I was going to bring you guys back to the green, but after recapping what we were just reading about the stock, I am going to go ahead and say... I'm going to say you won. I'm going to say you gained money. Fuck it. I'm all in, baby. All right. I'm not good in, in Vegas. Keith, hit those drums. Last week, we put all of our money into AMC stock for one entire week. Uh, we, and this week, we lost $229.05, putting us at $6,896.30 fucking cents. That's what I thought would happen. Uh, that we'd lose a, like, a kind of... Not that big a deal, but small amount of money. I was gonna say, is that two hundred eighty bucks? What's a big loss? What's a small loss? These a big days? fucking loss is sixteen hundred dollars, which you lost this last time. But over <laughs> over five hundred is my line of like, oof. Yeah, when I hear over five hundred, I'm like, mamma mia. Yeah, exactly. It's a big. Um, but yeah, uh, two hundred eighty 
280 bucks, that's that's not nothing. Especially for two fucking goons who are falling down by the wayside pretty pretty fast. Um, but you know, what was the other oh, what was the other piece of news that you said we, we you saw? It was like the Oh, they've been losing they're not Oh, they, oh, they well. said they're they're reaching out to Wall Street or the Oh, they want stock exchange being like, can you can can someone look at this? Of like, yeah. what are we what are we actually worth? If yeah. if the whole point of our thing is that it's controlled hmm. by business people and now it's also controlled by the public and it's also just a publicly traded stock and like people are trying to buy it. What's the thing with AMC too that if you're an AMC Stubbs holder, you also get shares in the company? I'm sorry, I've been a Stubbs holder for years. That's what it is. Like if if, if you have stock in a, I tried to sign up for AMC Stubbs and it was like, hey, are you a shareholder? And I was like, no. And it was like, if you were, you get an automatic upgrade to like oh, VIP or something. I thought you were oh, the other way around. I'm currently a Stubbs member, I am given stock no, no. at AMC. I was like, hmm, no, but I, shareholders get benefits through in Stubbs, not that Stubbs members are shareholders. No, 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 no. Yeah, if you are a Stubbs, but if you were a Stubbs member, AMC Stubbs, meaning that you pay like how much? You're a Stubbs member. I think it's nineteen in cha- in tax now. Oh no, it's like more. Is it's it? twenty five bucks a month. I think. What? I thought awesome. I was like, oh, that was thirty. Moira and I signed up for it for her birthday, and I think it's twenty five bucks person per month. Well, happy oh, goddamn well, birthday. That might be AMC A-list. Is that different than... No, it's the same thing. AMC oh, A-list. What, they, yeah. There's a, I oh, think Stubbs there's a is like... Stubbs where you can just get, like, earn rewards and, like, not pay for it, but you don't get anything from it. Stubbs. Yeah. Stubbs. Stubbs. AMC Stubbs. Ah, you know, baby. They're a fucking weird company now. The dramatics are over. Uh, people have raised it, dropped it, made a bunch of money, lost all their finances, and now, at the end of the day, it's still there. The company... I will be sad if AMC theaters go away, because I like... Go into the it movies. also feels like the McDonald's of movie theaters too. Yeah, it does. Be, so I know there are other huge brands, but like if AMC were to disappear, it'd be like, when I go to Regal now, I guess. Fucking what Regal, no thanks. You could see Creed at the United Artists. The, you could see Creed three at the United <laughs> Artists Theater in La Cañada next to El Pollo Loco. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's just kind of at a point. It's like okay, well we we just have to admit that this stock is the stock price is irrelevant. Yeah. Also. You can't look at my screen because I, I know you didn't oh, mean to. Right. I'm putting it in I your face. I was looking at something else. No, I know. I, I have, just, a, I have a question, I Kenny. I got, I got some questions. Yeah? When you're saying they're asking them to look into it, like, who is – like, if I'm a big corporation that's being traded like this and I have a question, like, who is uh, – hey, can you help us? Like, who runs that? So the New York – so the – in the same – I'll use the same exact metaphor that, like, um, uh, the – how just how movies are, like, our community theater um, – blown up right or excuse yeah. me like a movie is the whatever broadway is a community theater production if you put a bunch of money in it that's what would happen to it yeah the new york stock exchange is like kind of what would you kind of what would happen if like a farmer's market was a billion dollar enterprise yeah 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 and every Ooh, and so see that and so every company like if you want to be part of the new york stock exchange it's like getting a booth at a market yeah and so it's just it's a stock exchange it's not like it's it's not like a government entity. It's a yeah. stock exchange. It's an independent thing that companies buy into, and uh, you know. And so, at the end of the day, it is just like a place where companies sell stocks. So they're asking the New York Stock Exchange, but can you look as into a this? whole? It's gosh. like a, by being like asking the LA Farmers Market, to be like, can you investigate what's going on in that booth? Because I'm pretty sure they're selling drugs over there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's gosh. a very. I like the booth at a farmer's exchange. That was a very uh, helpful analogy. Market. Thank you. Yeah. And that was some real fucking knowledge. Thank you. You're a smart guy. Hold up. Say that again. No, Ken. <laughs> hey, come on now. 
Ken, you're a smart guy, but what would you? <laughs> I know what you're doing. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Do you want to? You, yeah, I don't know. No, just keep going. So, Ken, you're a smart guy, but you're up, you're up against Danny, who seems to have quite a lot of film knowledge. Do yes. you guys think that uh, after our disgusting loss, I could interest you guys in a game? Yes. I want to ask you real quick. Oh, yeah. Before the game, because this is where I think we might differ. Mm -hmm. Do you like movies more than TV? Yes. Do you think that you watch more movies than you watch more TV? Yes. Okay. I am the opposite. Uh-oh. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That like, uh oh, you like you're pissing. Your oh no, no. Piss. What I'm saying is uh -oh. that I think that that's a pretty like common dynamic. It's like some people watch more TV, some people watch more. Yeah, movies. that's fair. Anyways, that's why I just you. you Danny's one of my. Danny was one, one of, of our friends boys. that like. <laughs> it's gonna be a layup. It's gonna be a layup. I'm saying that Danny's gonna win. Probably. <laughs> Danny is probably gonna win this. I think Danny almost definitely is gonna win this. Jurassic Park was directed by David Fincher. <laughs> well, oh. Ken and uh, Kenny and Danny. There's this is the game that there's a couple Kenny. celebrities. Danny. A couple celebrity Danny. actors or famous. This is a, a hot. This is a game that I. This is a game that I like to call. Who am I? Who am I? Keep my wife's name out of <laughs> your fucking mouth! I'm going to. <laughs> There's a game called that. <laughs> that is, that Who is, Am I? Hollywood Edition. <laughs> that sound effect is like the most My accurate representation thing. I've heard of Mike Morrissey's brain. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> the fact it starts with lame is ends with the Looney theme, <laughs> and in between there's violence. Yeah. I love that you kept his, I'm going to. <laughs> I'm going to. That's kind of the funniest part. There's so, you are right. How did we talk How about the Oscars talk for about almost about two hours and no one talked about Will Smith? Like, ah, it's fine. There was a point where I made this and I was so excited because I, the idea formed in my head of I was like, who am I? This is good. I really want to like end with something fun and cartoonish, but in the middle, I just want some like disgusting celebrity stuff. <laughs> What's a disgusting? I, I know. And it was like this. And I was like, should I maybe be cautious of this? Of like, there's a lot that people, there was a lot of conversations that, that had to be had around that. And, stuff. and I was like, at the end of the day, I think that's fucking hysterical because it's one crazy rich out of touch guy slapping the shit of another crazy rich out of touch guy. I was like, this is fucking Hollywood. This is fucking hysterical. That's how I felt about it. Um, anyway, so I don't feel bad about that. But so we're doing a game called Who Am I? Where I'm going to list a couple celebrities in situations. And I want you to tell me who is this actor? And what is the movie that they are referencing? Okay. So we're not going to go back and forth. Okay. This is going to be one of those games where uh, there is a button here. I'm just thinking of this on the spot, and I love it. Um, let's do, let's do, what is this noise? Uh, Danny, this is your uh, button. Cut. And Kenny, this is your button. Uh, 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 so you can have your finger on the button. If you think you know the yes. answer, you're just don't touch this one because it's very long. Uh, <laughs> the Mr. Bone sound. Yes, 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 yes. You missed the boat. <laughs> All right. So I'm gonna list these. I'm gonna list these scenarios, and I want if you think you know the actor and the movie that they're talking that they were in. Okay. 
you Wait, press so, your button. Whoever presses first gets to go first. Are you are are you describing something about a plot? Like there I'm like, saying like a scenario. Okay. Okay. Like, are you gonna say like, oh, they got divorced and he is pretending to be the the nanny? Is this like the late for work improv game where you go, sorry, I was late for work. I accidentally stole a bunch of genetic samples ah. and I, oh, Jurassic Park. Uh, no, just, just, it's, the game is it's it. like it's like uh, in this. In this dinosaur-themed movie, I was the guy in charge. Oh, gotcha. Chris Pratt, Jurassic Park. You would go, Chris Pratt, Jurassic Park. Chris Pratt, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park 4. Whatever the fuck we're going. All right, are you guys ready? I have five questions. Chris Pratt, Jurassic Park. (laughs) Chris Parnell. uh, Pratt. All right. So only one performer. There's a couple. And there's only one of these that is not Oscar-related. These are all Oscar-themed except for one. Um. Only one performer has ever won an Academy Award for a Shakespearean role. It was Laurence Olivier in Hamlet in 1948. So you best believe I was on the edge of my seat for my recent nomination. Danny, Kenny. Oh, wait, you're the middle one. Yeah. Danny? Was it Macbeth? You got to tell me an actor, too. I don't know that it wasn't. It was it's Denzel Washington Macbeth. Ken, you got it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't know that it was Macbeth. So. Uh, that's, I, I'm going to give you both. Teamwork. You both teamwork. A, a little teamwork. One. Thank you, but I think that's bullshit. I think I get the point. Well, Ken. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I took the bullet and said it in a theater. In a theater. That's true. All right. Next question. Only two best pictures have ever been set. Uh, only two best pi- best picture winners have ever been set in the city of Boston. The Departed be- was great, but did you see me in this other Oscar-winning film? P.S. Have I ever told you about the time that I saw Mike and his brothers in a bar in the Beantown Financial District? <laughs> I have maybe shared. I don't know if I've ever shared this on the podcast. I saw a famous Boston person in a Boston bar one time. And this Boston person was in the other Boston-based Best Picture winner. Was it an Affleck brother that no. you saw in person? It was not. Do you think you know? So only two Best Picture win- I'm, I think you both don't know off the bat. So two, only two Best Pictures have ever won that were set in Boston. It was The Departed and another one. What did it? Was it post-Departed or pre-Departed? Ooh, the movie first. release. Hold up. It's best picture set in Boston. Yeah. All right, let's talk this out, Dan. You yeah. definitely know the movie. My my gut is You referenced me, the movie recently. But I think maybe because of the departed, like a Shutter Island or a I referenced it recently? Gone Baby Gone. Is it Spotlight? It is Spotlight. Mark Ruffalo, Spotlight. Oh. Oh, it's a famous Boston person? Uh Spotlight and it's uh uh is it Matt Damon? No. Who's in Spotlight? Who's famous from Boston that's in Spotlight? Who the fuck's in that film? Uh, who the fuck is that film? Is it a woman? No, it's a man. Famous I'll... actor? Very famous actor? Do you want me to give you a big hint? Yeah. yeah. Ray Donovan. Oh. Do you know this person's name? I see his face. Three. No. Two. No. One. That's what happens. You don't get it. Leave Shriver. I was in a bar in the financial district and I saw goddamn Leave Shriver. He's from ah! Boston? I don't, I, I think he's from Boston. I, Ray Donovan, I've never seen it, but that's a Boston show, right? Spotlight. Spotlight. He is in Spotlight with Mark Ruffalo. I never would have gotten Leave Schreiber. That's I okay. Leave Schreiber. Uh I saw him. 
I saw him. Me and my brother were in the bar. Me and my brothers were at a bar, and we From saw San Francisco. Oh, what? Well, Ray Donovan. Boo. All no right. Get, bad no question. No one gets a point. Bad question. Um, I saw him at a bar. My brother's like, should I say something? And I was like, just uh, maybe let's not. Just leave him alone. And at one point, so he clearly was shooting the Ray Donovan movie and was there. And then two ladies, I, I was, two ladies started talking to him. We went to the bathroom, and one of the old ladies goes, you know, I wrote a movie once. And I was uh, like, that's why you don't want to talk to uh, Lee Schreiber. Uh, He's just fucking tired and wanted a beer after shooting the Ray Donovan movie. Oh, All right. Acting his face off along comedic minds such as Tim Curry and Rob Schneider, people believe this movie could have been the springboard for my four-year run on the sketch comedy series Saturday Night Live. Achieving, uh, acting, oh sorry, acting my face off along comedic minds such as Tim Curry and Rob Schneider, people believe that this movie could have been the springboard for my four-year run on the sketch comedy series Saturday Night Live. Is it Adam Sandler, uh, Righteous Gems? Gem, not Righteous Gems. No, no, it's not Adam Sandler. Oh! Is it Jim Carrey? It's not Jim Carrey. My face off. Wait, are you, hold up. <laughs> is it nominated for a, a, a anything? This is not Oscar affiliated. Oh. Oh. Okay, I know what it is. It's Santa Carvey Master of Disguise. No. no. <laughs> Tim Curry and Rob Schneider. Have those two friends I been in movies together? At Tim Curry and Rob Schneider in my head, and don't think I've ever seen them in a room. Imagine them in like tuxedos in hospitality. It's not not tuxedos in like they're they're the bad guys. They're the bad guys. I have Tim Curry no is the main bad guy and Rob Schneider is the henchman. What? What I have movie is no that? No idea what you're talking about. It's set in a major metropolitan area, New York City. It's the Muppets? I don't it's know. It's in a hotel. Oh! Is it Home Alone? It is. Is it who has been in, on Home Alone and is featured every week on Saturday Night Live is for it four years? Donald Trump? Yes! Wait, of course! Rob Schneider is not. In Home Alone. Of course he is. The two bad guys? <laughs> what the fuck am I doing here? The two bad guys are Rob Schneider and Tim Curry. That is Hello, Mr. McAllister. Wow. No, no. Get out no, of here, you little no, pervert, before I slap no, you silly. No. Yes, this he, is all true. The, 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 uh, I, I, I. Tim Curry is the hotel guy in, yes. in that one. In Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. I thought you were referencing the two dudes that he... He acts his face off in a movie with Tim Curry and Rob Schneider. Uh, who's and Rob then, Schneider in Home Alone? He's like the bell, the bell hop who like... You are so right. Yep. You are... This is a great, this is a great right. quiz, right? Yes. You guys both have one fucking point. Yes. Two more questions. Fuck. Danny, I'm wondering if you're going to get this one. I haven't gotten any. My movie won Best Picture for a solid two and a half minutes, only to have my Oscar lifted from my hands and sent up into the moonlight. I felt oh. like... Oh, I don't know the person. I'm sorry. I felt like a foolish child, which I was in the Mickey Mouse Club, by the way. Oh, oh then it's Ryan Gosling in La La Land. Yes. Do you know? You obviously know about that, right? Yeah. I watched that tape... What the fuck was that? I have no idea. Uh, I, I want to I talk about something on that after to close out the show. My last one. My film was the first science fiction movie ever to win Best Picture. Weird science. No, that's no one's like jumping at it. Who would have thought? Me, just a kid raised by his grandmother in Guadalajara. 
My film was the first science fiction movie to ever win Best Picture. Who would have thought? Me, just a kid raised by his grandmother in Guadalajara. Maybe, did this movie win? Oh, oh. is it, is it, uh, what, 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 water? Is it The Shape of Water? Mm-hmm. And is it Guillermo del Toro? It is Guillermo del Toro. No. I mean, I, I keep wanting to press yes. the applause button. Yeah. I can never yes. find it. Yes, it's Guillermo del Toro. Uh, did that win Best Picture? I think it did. I don't know. Someone say something nice about how hard I worked I, on this clip. Thank you. It's, it's, good. Good. it's good. It's, you know it's what really I realized? Game. I just think Kenny and I, I thought I was very cocky going in. I was like, oh, I know a lot about movies. And then the first question out of your mouth, I was like, I have no idea. I thought for some reason you would have. Do you know Ray Donovan? I've never seen it. My brothers love it. I have no idea what that is. Nope. Uh, It's a Boston show, though. Mm -mm. Here's what I think. That's us. That's us. That's us. I'm Ray Donovan. Um, (laughs) I'm leave. Uh, I think you should leave. Now stream on Netflix. Um, The La La Land being announced and them giving it to Moonlight is so fucking awkward, Mm. but such a production. Will Smith, I was realizing this like as I was coming here, Will Smith's slapping Chris Rock in the face. Very fucking crazy. Do you think there's a world where they just kind of do shit like this to make people talk about the Oscars and care? I Will honestly, Smith, I don't think so, but like the Moonlight thing was, how the fuck was that what happened? I, I could see that happening, that they do something like that, because I also heard this year that there's a crisis response team at the yes. Oscars this year. In case. In case, in case what? Like the response I hear to that too is like, it's not like they knew. Like you need Will a little something stop, to remind people right? that this is fucking live television. Live television ex- is exciting. That's the it cons- should be. That's the conspiracy. Mm. I believe that, that what you're saying is a conspiracy, and I could see that happening where it's like it's not on purpose, but they definitely like keep it. I bet it's just because it's. I bet behind the scenes, it's much more of a slapdash production than you think it is. Yeah, I believe what happened with the Moonlight La La Land thing was that there was a double of a card or something, yeah. and the person who read the be- it didn't say Best Picture La La Land. Yeah, it said it Emma said, Stone. It said La La Emma Land. Stone La La Land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they, and wh- what is her name? She was in 80 for Brady. Um, the, the wh- Sally Field. Jan Fonda. Uh, uh, Jan Fonda. Jane Fonda. Jane yeah. Fonda. Yeah, she came back and did Parasite too, and I recently was re-watching that. Like, they brought her back to, like, do the Best Picture again, and she took... A beat, and maybe because she was excited about Parasite, but I remember watching that too, and she was like, and the Oscar goes to... <laughs> Do I... Parasite. And I was yeah. like, yeah, she is not fucking this up again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Wait, I don't I don't know if it's... If it wasn't her, though. It was some guy. It was her... Wasn't it her and... Um, oh, I don't know. And what's his It name? was a famous guy. Yeah. So I didn't know who Everyone's like, oh, he used to get laid all the time. <laughs> yeah, he's like some old guy. What is his name? And he's like, can I explain... Warren Beatty? Warren Beatty. Who is that? Wasn't it her and uh, Warren uh, Beatty, like, maybe? together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. he was like, can I explain why... I was like, isn't the time on this, like, super tight? Yeah. It was just so fucking awkward. Question for you guys, because wasn't Jimmy Kimmel hosting that year that that yes, happened, was. too? Oh, thoughts, really? thoughts really quickly on... Host versus no host. How are we not talking about that? I don't know, but I, for one, I'll say it. I'm excited that he's doing it again this year. Oh, Kimmel's doing it again? Kimmel's this year, yeah. How is Jimmy Kimmel, like, it's so funny of of, like, Jimmy Kimmel's, like, very fucking inappropriate. Mm -hmm. Like, it's the same as, like, uh, Ricky Gervais, where they, like, bring him to do the Emmys. It's like, Ricky Gervais is, like, looks in the camera and is, like, calling all these people a fucking asshole, like, to their face. It's like, have you seen him host? Was it the Emmys? The Golden no. Globes. No, no, the Golden, the Golden Globes. Oh, wait, no. Ricky Gervais? Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen all of them. Holy yeah. fucking shit. Oh, yeah. That is un... 
fucking. I've watched those a couple of times. Yeah, they are insane. Pretty fantastic. They're pretty fantastic. Saying such fucking mean stuff to people and, and just being like, you actually give a fucking shit about this? It's like, yeah, yeah it's my life's fucking work, you yeah. asshole. There's a moment that when one of them that is like, obviously he crosses, I mean, whatever. He's crossing lines. But there is one, I think it was at the Emmys or something, and he goes, and now to give out the next award, he wouldn't have a career without me, Steve Carell. And I was like, <laughs> that's that's just mean because yeah. that's like about you. You're saying like that's about you. And yeah, you're yeah, being yeah. Mean like Steve Carell <laughs> would have kind of. What about all the other stuff Steve Carell did? Like that's not fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's just a dick thing to say. I yeah. think the Oscars will be let. Like I think I still think the Oscars are more like PG thirteen ish. Yes. Then like they'll still like Jimmy Kimmel. I think will do a, a nice job where it's like, oh, it's the Oscars. And he's saying that. That's a little, but it's not going to be anything. That's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be a ah oh, Leo dates young women joke, and everyone, oh, oh my god, I can't believe he said that. But, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. That's it. I just hope he makes a GI Jane joke. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it. All right, but he'll make a slap joke. He'll definitely over under. See, our, I am worried. Do you think that's going to get beaten into the ground this year? Like, do you think they're going to belabor that? Like, slap. Like, how many people are going to make a slap reference? Films this year have been slaptastic. Do you think we got to wrap up the show? Do you think you could name a. What? Oh. Do you think you could name a host who would actually (laughs) do well? Because I also heard someone was like, Andy Samberg, do you think you would? He was like, I'm not fucking. I'm not walking into that shit. (laughs) He was like, I don't know. No. The best. There's no need for me to do it. The best host would be someone. Danny, you have thoughts? Does a name come to your mind? Uh, no name pops into my mind uh, other than, like, I, I would just say I don't think it's who you think it would be because yes. I think when they're just, yeah. like, big comedian doesn't really work ever that often. Oh, multiple famous people, like the year it was, like, Anne Hathaway. And, and Franco. So yeah, like, individually really great people, really funny comedians, but <clears> it doesn't mean you're good at hosting a live yeah. event. You can make and write good jokes, but it's not going to play in, which is why, I don't know, I'll, I'll stick to my guns. I think Jimmy Kimmel's pretty good at Jimmy it. Jimmy Kimmel is good at it. He's but he also has a late night show, so. Yeah. No. He's getting his at-bats. Kenny? I think I think it'd be very fun for it to, uh, like, the perfect person to do it was, like, when it was, like, uh, Conan or, like, Gary Shandling. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Any of these funny people who are good hosts. Like, there really isn't a lot of hosts, but I do think, like, the best hosts are people who are somewhat outside of it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel's kind of a perfect example. And you can kind yeah. of say, I think that's why I like he's Jimmy not an actor too, because he's he's a host like we're saying, but also like he accurately whether he's portraying this or not, like he he very well portrays like I don't give a fuck about any yeah. of I have these. no like, skin in the yeah, game. Yeah, he's, he's like not I have, in movies. Right, yeah. right, whereas I like talk to Anne people who are in movies, are like, so I'm not going to get spooked. Mm-hmm, like me, like me and he's just like I just have a living to make fun of you guys and interview you and that's, yeah, yeah. that's it for me. I'm like yeah, I'm a writer, but I'm not quite a comedian. I'm not. I'm on camera, but I'm not quite an actor. I like have my own show, but I'm not really a producer. And I also don't give a. F- I'm not gonna fucking win any of this shit. So, <laughs> yeah, Kimmel's the guy. I would love to see Martin Short do it. Yeah, Martin Short would be great. I think he has. He definitely has. So he's done something like that. I. But I don't know. I guess if, if dream person to ever host ever anyone living or dead, who would you love to see host? No, doesn't have to make any sense. Roseanne. <laughs>
And I won't. That's my I dream come true. Explain why. I want Roseanne. I want Roseanne to host the Oscars. And I want that crisis team to take the fucking day off. Yeah, you know exactly. I don't agree with anything she says, but I would just love to see. I would love to see them just open up. It's like, okay, for this, you have eight minutes to walk out and do anything. This, there's eight minutes to walk out and do anything. And this just can be a choir of people singing and dancing behind you say anything. Here's walking out being like, well, <laughs> like, what, like, oh, what man. the fuck? That would be incredible. It would be Roseanne for host. Yeah, Kenny. Roseanne. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm also going Roseanne. That's three fucking Roseannes. That was the Paper Jam Podcast. Danny, thanks so much for being on the show. Any, anything else you got to add or no, throw in before we wrap up here? Pleasure, boys. I'm excited to watch the Oscars, and uh, I guess when this airs, we'll know what won. We'll do, have to do a little recap. Ken, anything else you want to add? Now that's it. See you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to follow our show. Bye! Bye. Thank you for listening to the Paper Jam Podcast. New episodes come out every Thursday. Also, make sure to follow us on social media at the Paper Jam Pod or shoot us an email at thepaperjampod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you like what you hear, check out our Patreon where Mike and I post bonus episodes, videos, and other sweet, sweet content for you to enjoy. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. That's it for this. Audio.